And we're back. About damn time. Really? Seriously? Yeah, I think the drugs are kicking in. It's probably good because I'm topless. That's what all podcasts need. God, we are. Bad Philosophy, episode 81, recorded on January 1st, 2011. Totally cuffless. Hello, everyone. Welcome in. One to Bad Philosophy, episode 81, coming at you from 2011. That's right. We're in the new year, ladies and gentlemen, recording on the first day of the new year. Oh, I, I cannot express just how, how happy I am with the setup right now. Um, to give you a little background of uh, exactly what context this is happening in, I am on my brand new MacBook Air. I got the uh, 11-inch Ultimate model, and uh, I don't expect it to be uh, overheating or locking up or doing any of the things that my old computer did. You know what? Shut up. Let me finish this, y'all. Uh, have... <laughs> Welcome I to have... Bad Philosophy. On today's episode, Stephen talks a lot about his love for the Mac. And the fact that it's making our show the best it's ever been. We're starting the new year off right with brand new hardware. Um, I have across from me uh, import person for the first time in quite a while mm-hmm. on an episode, actually. A year? Um, yeah, I would say a year. Not... A couple weeks ago. Wait. Thanksgiving. Wasn't I on one of Thanksgiving? Um, were you? I was on one not that long ago. I don't. Maybe via Skype. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we didn't get together. Yeah, not, not in person. Anyways, Matt Legler is back. Cheers. <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> how's, it, how's it been going, Matt? You're uh, what, a junior now? Senior? J- junior looking at three more semesters to graduation. Nice. Now, so. still, still rocking the computer science, right? Still there. Yeah. Not in business school yet. So. <laughs> Um, but that's the goal. Yes, I know. Yeah, uh, and that uh, that voice coming at us through the ether there is Jed Cummins. Welcome back to the show, man. Yeah, thanks. I'm happy to be here. Jed, uh, I, if I recall correctly, you were not able to make it to last year's New Year's show. Uh, yeah, that's probably right. I think yeah. I tried to Skype in from the road, and it just epically failed. It just didn't happen. Well. That's because yeah. you didn't have the latest version of Skype that could uh, do video calling over, over 3G. 3G. <laughs> Sorry, I had to, I had to keep wow. talking about Apple. Apparently, it's, uh, it's in my contract. Impressive. I almost make it actually to the show today. Uh, I'm doing all right. I actually almost didn't make it. Uh, we've been um, well. We've been painting the house here while I've been on break, which is you know a thing. And so we had to unplug everything to paint behind the desk where our main router is hooked up. And we had plugged it back in last night, and it didn't work. Hmm. And so we had no internet, and that was bad. Uh, However, my father, uh, computer whiz that he is, rigged, uh, talked to tech support, figured out what the problem was, knew that we weren't going to be able to get anybody on, uh, you know, to come out and fix it, before like Monday, and this was you know right, it was Friday that we figured out things weren't working, or Thursday. I can't remember what day it was. One of one of those one of those days. I don't I don't entirely know what today. It was the day. What day today is. Yeah. Anyway, um, so he literally ran an Ethernet cable um, from our router through a secondary router to the box outside that the actual internet comes out of, bypassing the majority of our system, so that. We in my household could enjoy 
uninterrupted internet access once again. Oh, and what a, what a great dad! Report this podcast. <sighs> well, well, thank Otherwise, you, Mr. Otherwise, I would be at a Starbucks nearby. <laughs> well, we're we're very glad that you're able to be at home for this. Um, Matt and I are actually. Have I said where we are yet on the episode? I don't think I, don't I have. Think I don't we're know. actually we're not anywhere that we've ever been before for a show. We're recording uh, outside the abandoned conference area of the uh, Westin Hotel here in the Domain in Austin, Texas. <laughs> we're uh, sitting in a couple of fine leather chairs. Uh, and it's still decorated for Christmas. It is. There's a Christmas tree with a the explosion of a of a turkey uh, on the top of it. And uh, Matt is connected to the, the hotel's Wi-Fi here. I am actually connected through Matt's uh, clear spot, little uh, 4G hotspot, and uh, somehow mm. it's all working. Which I want to clarify for people. <laughs> no the, pun intended. The, <laughs> I want to clarify. <laughs> the iSpot has Ow. not been discontinued. Okay. Or the iSpot has. iSpot is gone. So you, you actually said the exact opposite, I said the opposite of what you wanted to do. You're right. <laughs> you the iSpot opposite of what you were trying to clarify. <laughs> the white iSpot is no longer being produced. They're selling out of the stock they have, but there will be no more after that. The Spot, the Black Spot, which works the same as the iSpot, it just has different firmware. It can talk to any device instead mm-hmm. of just a device with an Apple Mac address. Now it can talk to every... That's the one that's going to continue to stay in production. <laughs> okay. Well, that, that's good to know, Matt. Did you Thank get you hired by Apple too, Matt? You know yeah. he's always been a fanboy, man. How is that an Apple thing? <laughs> it's totally clear. How wasn't uh. it? Yeah, I'm a, yeah. That, that makes me more of a Sprint fanboy. I, but Clear isn't exactly Sprint. Well, the Clear Wimax network and Sprint are tied together. Yeah, I think we're getting a, we're getting off into uh, <laughs> into the tech realm, which is is very much the realm yeah. of this week in tech. So let let's try to let's try to bring it down so a little bit. Go listen to that show instead. Kiki Cannon, can you bring us down? Oh, I can bring you down. <laughs> <laughs> we were just talking recently you know about how Kiki has had a. Has had a, a an uncanny streak of um, zombocalypse dreams lately. It's not good. Yeah, I think we've talked about this before, but yeah. it continues to to do. I had I had back to back ones this week, like two days in a row. I had vastly different zombie based dreams. Mm-hmm. So uh, it is our New Year's show, and uh, as a tradition, this is now the third time that mm. Bad Philosophy has done a, a New Year's uh, prediction roundup plus predictions for the next year. Uh, I have collected some clips from last year's episode uh, to kind of see what we were, uh, what we were predicting uh, back, back uh, 365-ish days ago. Um, Matt actually has the clips pulled up on his iPhone 4 via my uh, my mobile me account. <laughs> We're so geeking out right now; it's not even funny. But uh, I just want to play not. the first it's just one. Boring. <laughs> this yeah. one comes from uh, really all of us, um, me, Kevin, and Matt, uh, talking about what would ultimately become known as the iPad, but which we had no idea. Uh, would actually be called that uh, when we did record our episode last year. So has it been less than a year that the iPad's been out? It has been less than a year. Yeah. Uh, wow. So let's go ahead and okay. play clip one, if you could. Clip one coming yep. up. I'm going to laugh when they come out and they announce a new iPhone and there's no new tablet. Yeah, it's just going to be a higher res uh, screen iPhone. <laughs> yeah. Um, not exactly correct. We, we actually we have a... Too, though. I, I have uh, the Retina iPhone. I believe a, a second part of that one, uh, Matt. If you have the other other the clip on part. there, yeah, yeah. Uh, this is half. this is your your take on it, Kevin. 
<laughs> There'll probably be a glorified ebook reader called the iBook. And <laughs> no, they can't call it the iBook because that name's already been used. Man, I'll do it again. No. The new iBook. And it will be definitely the iBook Pro. The iBook Two. That the Kindle will have outsold immeasurably, but only hipsters will buy the iBook, and they'll call them. And they'll know they're better because theirs can be turned sideways or some other useless. Nobody needs to do with a book. Yeah. <laughs> uh, surprisingly prescient there, Kevin. Uh, wasn't called the iBook, but iBooks was a very big part of the iPad, as we uh, yeah, as we came to find out a short time later. Um, and you so, can you know, turn it sideways. And you can turn it sideways. However, um, one very big part of that prediction that I, I have to call you out on, uh, definitely not uh, outsold by the Kindle at all. Uh, in fact, the iPad. You have numbers has, to back that up. The iPad has sold uh, 7 million units, roughly, in, uh, in 2010, which is a lot more than the Kindle has sold in this year. Not more than the Kindle sold total, but uh, for the, period, the time period in which the iPad has been out, it has sold more than the Kindle, which is astonishing. And, uh, you know, quite unexpected for, you know, a first-run product. I, you know, when, when we recorded our okay, episode... there's last info saying that the Kindle sold 8 million in, two, in 2010. Seriously? I've seen other numbers. That's what I just pulled up on Gizmodo. Hmm. Well, mm. never mind then. <laughs> so you were partially <laughs> right, Kevin. It's, it's been, it outsold the iPad by 1 million copies, apparently, which not vastly outsold, I would say. Not vastly. Not vastly. Yeah. But there are still more Kindles in existence than iPads. True. Total. Well, you've got Apple probably has a whole pile of iPads that don't work too. Count those in. And <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, I'm, I'm pretty sure yeah, we're you not count counting those. those they sold a lot. <laughs> yeah. What about all those uh, Kindles that don't work? <laughs> so uh, you know, I say what you will about. On those. I, I'm kind of curious. What uh, you know when. Um, when we recorded our episode, I think one of my predictions, which I didn't play here, was that the iPad was going to fail miserably, uh, that it was actually going to be Steve Jobs' biggest failure, and uh, it has turned into a, a quite successful product. Uh, this past holiday season, I have to say, we, we saw so many iPads being bought by people who had never used an Apple device before for people who had never used an Apple device before. It was kind of that, uh, just that consumer electronics-y thing that everybody needed to have. And uh, Matt and, and I, I were still kind of, don't really see the appeal. Well, for for Matt and I, we were, we were discussing this. For us, kind of uh, you know entrenched computer users, uh, us that have grown up with with actual systems, it's not really the uh, the biggest draw. Mm-hmm. Um, especially for I mean, Matt, you you were talking last year. I've got my iPhone. What what more do I right. need? Uh, and that's that's still true. You have your MacBook Pro and you have your iPhone. And, and I still just... hold you to that because in the past year, the only computer I bought has been a netbook. Mm-hmm. And I take it to class, take notes on it. I use it every time I want to go to a coffee shop and throw something in a backpack because I agree. It's light, it's small, it's easy to carry around. I don't mind the small screen, but I have to have a tactile keyboard because I can type fast enough to keep up with someone that is speaking. And a lot of people can do that that are students or that are journalists or that are in the tech field, yeah. that are in business. And they don't... They do, a touchscreen is awesome, and it's a great feature to have, but it's a feature. It's a checklist on the box. It is not the main product, in my opinion. Right. So, you know, any, any other thoughts on this, Chad or Kiki? I was just thinking that I should start up World of Warcraft and play while you guys are, you know, talking about this, because 
So you um, couldn't care less about the iPad, basically. <laughs> yeah, of all the things I care about, that ranks very, very low. All right. Well, we won't we won't belabor it too much, uh, but only to say that that uh, rightly so we were discussing in uh, mm -hmm. at the beginning of 2010 one of the things that would be the defining product of 2010. I would say. Sorry, we had some some kids screaming in the background. Your kids here. get off my lawn, Jed. That's your it's your line. <laughs> yeah. Here, Jed. I'll put I'm you shaking on, my uh, cane at the them right now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let me get the video feed going here. <laughs> um, so we got you a, you, another. You made your. Oh, I was just going to say, you may hear children's noise from my end, too, because there's, like, suddenly, like, three or four kids in the apartment. So, <laughs> uh, so we've got a, some more predictions here, of course, uh, unrelated to technology of the Apple variety. Uh, this next one comes from Kevin. Uh, I believe it's clip number three, Matt. Uh, go, go ahead and get the, the device ready there. The iDevice is the, ready. To, the like, iDevice. Well, it's number two, right? Um, yes, yeah, it's, it's, it's prediction two. Okay, prediction two. Here we go. Yep. 95% um, of people will, for at least the next six months, still call it O10. <laughs> Um, which was not ex entirely accurate, but uh, it, it kind of gets at the uh, the 2010 versus 2010 battle that we, we talked a little bit about last year. I would unfortunately have to admit that 2010 won out. Would, would you all agree? Yeah. I think it did. I actually have, I've, I've developed a theory about this that, that might very well segue into my first prediction. Okay. Um, unintentionally so. But I was I was thinking about um, the last time that we really used abbreviations for it being the '90s. Um, we we never said you know we, 2001 and all of those sounded weird, and so we stuck with 2000 blank. And so I was thinking back to the '90s, and we would always say 1994 or 1997 or what have you. And I was doing the math, and I the think math. if it's over. I'm, I'm, I'm going to probably do these numbers wrong, but if the if the full name of the year is over five syllables, we'll shorten it. If really? it's under five syllables or le if it's five syllables or less, we'll do the full length. And and I haven't. I, and twenty twenty twelve or twenty eleven is the year to test this. Yeah. Because two thousand eleven is six syllables, um, yeah. whereas twenty eleven is five. So right. this is this is the year to to test my theory um, because <laughs> all of the 1997 years would have been over um, even if it was just 1997 or whatever were over the um, five syllable mark. Ooh, that's that, actually a very good theory. Yeah, I uh, I can't wait to try it out. So I am impressed. Huh. So that's my first prediction. Is is that. Um, 2011 will be okay because of the five-syllable rule that will forever be known as Kevin's five-syllable rule, so that I live in infamy. I before E except I, I will five. make sure that, that that gets added to the linguistic literature so you can live in infamy. Yeah. Fantastic. So, uh, moving on to the, the next prediction from last year. We're just, we're just blowing through these. I love it. Um, we've got number three is, uh, is from, uh, from me, <laughs> oh from boy. yours truly. Uh, speaking of, of Mr. Matt Legler and his, uh, his practices for the coming year. Go for it. 
and I'm playing this, so here we go. So my, my first prediction for 2010, Matt Legler is going to continue making horrible puns. <laughs> and um, I believe... That has definitely happened. <laughs> that yeah. has happened. Yeah, that's uh, <laughs> pretty spot on with that. Oh, no pun. Oh. oh. <laughs> I didn't even have to say anything. Totally didn't mean to, uh, mean to do that. So, well, yeah. I, I think that also, you got to look at journalism. Journalism has been pretty punny, too. Like, everything's tongue-in-cheek and, every, like, just... Well, we recycled Snowpocalypse again. Like, huh. like uh, I saw that come up for, for whatever the, the New York thing that happened recently. Uh, but I thought that the real Snowpocalypse was last year at some point, right? Mm-hmm. Or 2009. I think if we keep recycling, it's going to snowball on us. <sighs> See, there we go. That's... <laughs> My opinion with the, with the apocalypse um, suffix is it is about as commonplace and becoming as annoying as the gate suffix of the, hmm. you know, blank gate, like uh, Lewinsky gate from the 90s with Bill Clinton. I mean, those sorts of things. Antenna gate of the iPhone. Yeah. Antenna gate with the iPhone. There's a much more recent example. Thank you, Jed, for being aware of the universe past 1998. <laughs> and I think that... Uh, and I, and this is, you know, rabbit trail. The gate suffix really drives me crazy because there was nothing about the Watergate scandal that the gate part was important for. Right. Like, the Watergate was the name of the hotel. Yeah. Why affixing gate as a suffix makes no sense. It's just a scandal. Well, it would be the Monica Lewinsky scandal or the iPhone antenna scandal. Gate has nothing to do with it. We might as well have called oh, it the water, I, water antenna scandal. <laughs> Um, up at Texas Tech, there was a professor that just got fired um, in the business. Uh, he was a marketing professor. Okay. And uh, everyone was calling it the uh, Firegate scandal. Uh, what were you going to say, Kiki? I was going to say that, that it's not uh, unheard of for people to kind of appropriate non-suffixes into suffix. I mean, just think of the, the aholic, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, there's, a, there's a comedian, I forget his name right now, I might remember it later, but who has a joke about whenever somebody tells me a workaholic, they're, they're a workaholic, I think, wow, this is a person who works a lot and doesn't understand word suffixes. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I mean there's you know, the it's it's the it's the I C part that's the suffix originally, you know, not the a hall. You know? Mm-hmm. So Well but but work it just doesn't work. <laughs> work it. Yeah. Well and, Stephen, uh, you could make it work. And I, I kinda wanna make it go the other way too. Like uh can I does anybody know where I can buy some work a hall? Like I feel like that would be, yeah. <laughs> or some or some shopahol. Can I just can I just like imbibe, just ingest all of the shopping that I want? Well, the thing is, shopahol drinking drinking it's just going to be slow. You want to get it, you know, straight injection. Right, that's the way to do it. Yeah, <laughs> just get it, you know a, a nice IV drip of shopahol for the weekends and workahol for the day. You know, for the weekdays, mm-hmm. and you'll be covered year round. I'm pretty sure Shopahol is pretty much uh, coffee from Starbucks. That, that's that's essentially Shopahol. <laughs> yeah. 
with, with how much I see them go shop together here in the domain. Yeah. <laughs> I should say that next time. Oh, I see you get your shop a today. <laughs> and just see if anybody notices. Probably a very poor idea to make fun of the customers, but yeah. Anyways, uh, we're uh, not done with our predictions yet. Uh, we're actually only about halfway through them. Uh, we, we're back to the serious ones now. So uh, prediction number four, Maestro Matt, if you please. All right, number four. Uh, broadcast will completely change. Uh, once you get, I think IPTV is really going to mature. This whole notion of you know, paying for hundreds of channels and then getting, you know, tuning channels is just going to go away. It's going to be all about getting shows and getting uh, programs and getting, you know, live broadcasts will still be there for things like football games and live events, but um, content, I think, will just become much more, it'll, it'll be distributed in a much more flexible manner than it has been in the past. I've kind of a footnote to that mm. prediction. Oh, uh, uh, I would I would argue not. Um, I have a kind of a footnote to that prediction. Nowhere in uh, in last year's episode did we ever mention Netflix. Mm-hmm. Netflix was not uh, anywhere in there in the, the discussion of streaming or IPTV. It was all Hulu and uh, and you know streaming from television show websites. Uh, I would say that that prediction partially came true, but sort of like the iPad one, it hasn't completely come to fruition. It was more mm-hmm. of a, a second half of the year type of a thing. Apple TV sold a million units. Uh, Roku box selling incredibly well. Netflix, 20% of internet traffic during peak hours. We're seeing, we really are seeing the rise of uh, set-top box streaming in the United States. Google TV, eh, not so much. I think it's an attempt, but it sort of shows where the market is going. Uh, I certainly have been moving a, a lot more toward IPTV, seriously considering a Netflix account once I get a better internet connection. And uh, I think we're really, really starting to embrace this uh, from the consumer level. But uh, what do y'all think? Well, have you looked at Netflix stock over the past year? Ooh. It was like at thirty dollars back in last January, and now it's at one hundred and seventy-five seventy. I didn't know they were publicly traded. Yeah. Huh. And they've exploded yeah, over this past year. Yeah, I would agree. I, I and think... that was actually going to be one of my predictions for the coming years that. You know that was going to come to much more of a fruition because it's certainly been a trend. So yeah. go ahead, Kevin. Once again, I was a year early. <laughs> <laughs> Way to go. I think it's yeah. going there. I I don't think though that we're going to see the death of traditional media as as you were talking about in the first half of your thing for a while yet. Yeah, uh, sure. I I think because because the the consumers the the public such as they are, which is a really nefarious word anyway. Has has grown to accept DVRs and have the, that control over their television viewing that those other things promise. Things like Netflix streaming, Hulu, what have you, promise that control over your television viewing. And we're still, and that's still where the majority of new stuff is being developed for. Yeah, that's Kevin, true. You know, I, I can I count on one hand the the successful four web television shows or things that would be called that if they were on TV. I can count literally on one hand, and I can think of a few others that aren't successful that still fit on that hand. I, I agree, because so, I know people that have uh, HD antennas that they put up on top of their houses still, but they use a home DVR, whether it be um, a standalone DVR or a... Uh, they use a standalone DVR or a uh, computer itself to... Um, did I just get dropped out? No, you're fine. Okay. No, I hear you. Um, or they use a computer itself to... 
record their shows, and so they're still using an antenna and a terrestrial radio, and they're watching traditional TV as we would have it being broadcast, but they have that control that they're looking for, Stephen, that like or Kevin, that those other shows, um, those other channels are promising, and um, I think that all people care about is how they watch their TV and their content. They don't care um, how it's coming in. All they care about is how they actually consume it. Yeah, and uh, mm-hmm. a lot of, I mean, I really, I was really surprised at just how many Apple TVs we were selling. Uh, and, and I still am. Uh, they, it is definitely a, a runaway success. Um, and, and really like a sleeper success. It was not one of those things that Apple pushed heavily. It was just sort of like, hey, we're going to put this out here and, uh, and let you do with it whatever. It's not even, really, I don't think it's, it's done uh, in its development cycle. I think apps are coming in, uh, in 2011 for the Apple TV, official ones. And uh, already we're seeing uh, folks develop third-party apps that take advantage of AirPlay. AirPlay is a very, very interesting technology. The, the ability to kind of stream media between devices, to instantly share things that I have on one device with another without copying the file and playing it on the other device is very powerful. I've seen it from a social standpoint, really bring together uh, the super geeks. Like, you, you get a, a few people around an Apple TV, and everybody's got iPhones or, or iPads. Everybody's sharing YouTube videos without having to do anything more than touch a button and do a little bit of searching. Uh, I think as the number of devices that support AirPlay goes up, we'll see that almost become you know, a, a dummy, or, or a similar to a Bluetooth standard, uh, just as a, as a quick, easy way to share media. Uh, sort of like how Bluetooth is a quick, easy way to connect up uh, peripherals. Easy? <laughs> well, <laughs> Bluetooth could be easier, admittedly. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, it's, I, go for it, Kiki. I was just going to say that, that this past year is the first year I had ever had a DVR, like, you know, in my house. And um, it's... I really like it, you know, because <laughs> well, yeah, you know, I'm I'm such I'm such a, a, a TV freak, you know, um, and I've also the other thing that I really like is I got a, a 360 last year, and the Windows Media Center functionality between your your PC and your your uh you're playing World of Warcraft, aren't you? Yes. New <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> resolution. I freaking knew it, Kiki. Damn. God damn it. <laughs> okay, I'll turn it off. I'll turn it off. Fine. Are we done talking about the Apple crap? I'll turn it off. Uh, My prediction okay. for 2011 is I'm I'm gonna play a lot of World of Warcraft. Yeah, apparently uh, if 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 January 1st is any indication. <laughs> yeah. What I was playing it last night while we were getting drunk. Too. <laughs> well, you know I should. Oh, that's actually something I meant to ask right at the beginning of the episode. What did everybody do for New Year's? Uh, let's start with you, Kiki. What was the the getting drunk context? Oh, um, uh. My friend who has the crush on you, her and her boyfriend were over here, and uh, we sat in my room and and played. Uh, we created a Dennis Leary drinking game, and then proceeded to get drunk watching No Cure for Cancer. So, 
God. That's that's horrible. Uh, Kevin? Um, I was at home with family friends. We sat around, ate some stuff, talked. Nothing terribly exciting. <laughs> okay. Jed? <laughs> uh, played some board games with a couple of friends and the girlfriend, and New Year's came and went, and about four minutes after the fact, I was like, oh, Happy New Year's, and that was about the extent of it. Wow. And then beforehand, we saw Tron, so it was... Oh, okay. Well, that's kind of exciting. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, so. I, I really like Tron. I think it's pronounced Tron. Clearly. Tron. It had so much No, potential. you'd have to say it in the same tone as the droid. Oh. Tron. I have a, Tron. The ISOs, are those supposed to be an image of a human, like a playoff the dot ISO? I, I don't know. I think that was just somebody saw a tech I think term it was and more decided like to throw it in there. Isomorphic? Well, yeah, uh, that, that was the, the abbreviation. Isomorphic, or, okay. uh, isomorphic uh, organisms? Mm, I see. Something. I don't know. Uh, it was a plot device. <clears throat> um, and you, Matt? I am horribly frustrated still. My family opened up the ping pong table last night in our garage. And my sister and I were going to play. Now, my sister is six years younger than me. And so I decided that, you know, I could show her a thing or two about ping pong. <laughs> Best of five games, she beat me three in a row. And after that, I was done. Oh, well, um, y'all are really boring. Uh, so, this, <laughs> so what did you do, Steven? Well, okay, to, to put this in perspective, uh, pretty much every New Year's for the past, oh, ten years, uh, I have spent it at home. Uh, or, you know, at some sort of a boring internet connection in a uh, chat room, uh, either AOL Instant Messenger, um, IRC, something like that, having a, a New Year's chat with just whoever happened to be online, you know, invite a few people, get raunchy, share stories, do trivia, you know, fun stuff like that, and, uh, and count down to the new year and all the, the time zones. This year, I decided to do something a little bit different. Now, now that I'm working at Apple, and uh, I think I might have mentioned this on the show before, there are a lot of parties, and New Year's was definitely no exception. Uh, I actually spent New Year's Eve party hopping, so around, <laughs> around 9 <laughs> o'clock, I uh, went to the first one. It's pretty mellow, low-key, hipster uh, type of a scene. A lot of good food, really classy, you know, cello in the corner. Uh, Phoenix playing on the. Have you been watching How I Met Your Mother? Because that's what this sounds like. It's uh, it was very close to that, (laughs) but except with more beards. And was uh, it legend? Wait for it. Wait for it. Dairy. But I'm lactose intolerant. Uh, Not quite. No, not really. But it was it was a good way to start off. You know, fire with marshmallows. You know, pretty just was it was a good you know chill like like you know it could start with a little bit of wine, some pigs in a blanket, some Chex Mix, that sort of thing. Ooh. Fruit shish kebabs with Nutella. That was that was pretty tasty. Uh, and, can we uh, clarify that you just called pigs in a blanket classy? Not directly. They were. They I would were just well like the made. record to show that. <laughs> right. On the record. Okay, it was. Let's let's take the average of the entire scene. The average of the entire scene was classy. There were there were outliers. You know, were there people wearing vests? Yeah. Um, <laughs> Because there was some extremely classy stuff, too. Like, you know, the really nice alcohol and, and wine glasses. 
uh, and then party hops from there to a, a pretty much not classy at all party uh, <laughs> with with some other folks. This so is definitely how I met your mother. Opposite end of the spectrum, uh, you know, alcohol just kind of piled up in a corner on the kitchen sink. Uh, you know, trashy couches. Uh, you know, folks already completely drunk off their ass, hanging off the porch. You know, half the people didn't even know. Uh, <clears throat> and you know, random dance parties in the middle of the floor. In sort of a dimly lit room. Spent about half an hour, 45 minutes there, you know, just kind of chatting with some people from work. M- many more people from work uh, that I knew at this one. And uh, shortly after this, drove uh, a couple of folks downtown to, uh, to Austin to the Hyatt Hotel, which is on the, uh, if, if you're not familiar with the layout of downtown, uh, downtown Austin is on the, generally on the north side of uh, what we call Town Lake. It's not a lake. It's pretty much a wide river <laughs> that <laughs> runs along the, the south side of downtown. And uh, on the south side of that river sits the, uh, the Hyatt Hotel. Apparently, one of my coworkers here is a very quiet guy. I haven't really spoken with him too many times. He has some major connections somehow because he got the 16th floor presidential suite. Which of, is the top. Is the top, yes, of the Hyatt uh, and got a, uh, a vodka company, F- Famous Vodka is literally the name of the company, to sponsor this event. So not only was there Never free alcohol, yeah, I haven't either, that but uh, I didn't care because the drinks were free, the uh, party was free, and we pretty much just walked in, walked to the balcony, and lo and behold, there was downtown, lit up, could see for probably 12 miles in every direction, and uh, counted down to midnight right there overlooking downtown Austin. Fireworks, as far as the eye can see, for, for a good 15 minutes. And it, it was definitely the most epic New Year's moment I have ever had in my life. And uh, we'll never, never forget it as long as I live. It's pretty cool. So I think I win. Yeah. 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 Yeah, that's really why you asked us, isn't it, Stephen? Uh huh. So you can tell much. us yeah. your story. <laughs> I just I've been dying to share it. It's uh, it was just so epic. <laughs> well, now you have. <laughs> He's been dying for the past. Also, Stephen, you know. <laughs> epic should be reserved for using things that were written by Homer. Oh right. Uh, <laughs> that was punny, Kevin. I actually have another prediction here, but uh, I'm not going to get to it. It was yeah, my prediction okay. was that, that we would see the rise of automated cars in 2010. We and did. We did. We, we saw did. the Google okay, car. The Google car. It drove well, 2,000 miles and only crashed when someone we were ended it. Right. So we, we talked about this already. Did we? Did we talk about the Google car? You already? and I talked about yeah, it. Yeah. I, I think we. I don't think we talked we about it. We briefly block. did. Yeah. Google car, really cool. Not a consumer level car at all. Whatever. Mm-hmm. So I was sort of right, but not. Uh, that was more a, a prediction for the whole decade, though. I honestly didn't expect to see an automated car in the first year. That leads into the, my prediction, this though, decade. for this next year. Oh, go, go for it. You're number um, two. Okay. Well, this is, a, this is a, one of my predictions for 2011, is that Ford, being very innovative and they're very forward-looking, I think they're going to look into some sort of vehicle that does not stay on the ground. A flying car for consumer use. It's going to be research. It's going to be researched this year. That's but I your think, prediction. I think, flying I cars. think that we're going to see news stories talking about Ford looking into this technology. I. I. No. I don't <laughs> want to see a flying luck, car man. ever. Yeah. <laughs> like if the flying car is just when you think about it, it's just such a bad idea. Insurance companies I mean, will love it. 
Oh, I'm sure they will. They'll be able to, uh, God, no. <laughs> They'll be able to charge more premiums I'd, than they ever have before. <laughs> I can tell you what I'd rather see, rather than the flying car, is those, like, magnetic uh, track cars that were in uh, Minority Report, like, where oh, they just yeah. built the roads upsides of buildings and stuff. That, mm-hmm. I think, would be better. It would, but I think, you know, all those technologies, A, flying cars require a lot of R&D and a lot of power, and you teach people how to fly, basically. Automated car and and magnetic cars require a complete retrofit of the existing infrastructure. That's a, you lay track, basically. Automated cars that use our existing roads that can basically do the job of a human being driving are much more feasible because you don't have to do anything to the roads. You just build the car and the car drives itself in the existing environment. So I think that's going to be a much more viable solution. It's definitely possible. Right. Well, anyways, I didn't (laughs) didn't really actually... (laughs) I didn't actually want to talk about that as much. But we did. Um, Yeah, but we did. Uh, So, uh, Kevin, Jed, I'll let you fight over who goes next. Jed. That Am wasn't I? a fight. Stephen demands you fight. I demand a rematch. <laughs> Jet again. <sighs> <laughs> again, I can call his mom a whore, and then you know if that's the fight you're looking for. But she seems like a really nice lady every time I talk to her. So, yeah. well, she, she is. is. Yeah. So, am I predicting? Is that what's going on? Uh huh. Okay. Um, let's see. I'm bringing up my list here. Okay, so I think that in the coming year, uh, Apple, as well as the, as many others, sorry, Kiki, are going to make near-field communications a much bigger mm. thing. Um, mm-hmm. I know that's kind of cheating since there's been a lot of patents and stuff that have been granted to... <laughs> various tech companies regarding that, but um, it seems to be to be becoming a thing. So, yeah. Okay. And, and it's, near-field communications is more for, like, um, electronic payments, right? Yeah, electronic payments, but also, I think there could be some, you know, <laughs> and that's, I guess, and to be fair, been around for a while with the credit cards with the RFID type yeah, things uh, the, in there. The but, chip and pins. Uh, yeah. Yes. Um, but I think that there could be some, you know, think about like the iPhone app uh, bump that mm-hmm. I know Matt Legler and I at least have used and I'm sure <laughs> some others have at least seen it being used. Things like that. So, you know, just the ability to uh, transmit information when you're around somebody that when that hasn't always been useful to train or, I guess, not useful, but easy to transmit in the past. Sure. Because, uh, let's admit it, and we kind of touched on this earlier, Bluetooth is pretty cumbersome and doesn't always work the way it should. So NFC is basically a better Bluetooth for really short-range, uh, high-bandwidth communications. Correct. Okay. Yeah, that's, that's a good prediction. I, I think probably either the iPhone 5 or some Apple device in 2011 will have it. And because uh, <clears throat> there's been predictions about like iPay and things like that, so I wouldn't be surprised in retail if we if we went that direction. Uh, Kevin, you're up. Uh, okay. 
Well, in the uh, over the course of the next year, I'm going to start with some with some truths, some facts, and then build them into what will become my prediction. So it's kind of a, okay. it's a prediction based on what's actually we know what's going to happen. Uh, over the course of the next year, uh, beginning um, as early as this month, we'll begin seeing the release of a series of media dealing with the uh, what's the term the it's complicated style relationship known as Friends with Benefits. Uh, this begins with the film entitled Friends with Benefits, starring Mila Kunis and Justin Timberlake. Uh, it leads to uh, it is it is followed by the NBC sitcom of the same name but no relation, dealing with <laughs> Friends with Benefits, and the later uh, release in July, uh, June or July, of No Strings Attached, starring Natalie Portman and Ashton Kutcher, again dealing with the same you know. There's consequences of friends sleeping together but not having any sort of romantic relationships. And what this will cause, this is where my prediction starts, is a complete, uh, what will first be an overload of comedy based on people having sex without loving each other, um, <laughs> until every single possible joke that is about around this concept is used, and then we'll go into a drought of such jokes. So strong, because of these three separate entities being created within a very short period of time, the, the drought will last for at least another two or three years before anyone even attempts to make humor based on the idea that sex is inherently funny. Inherently funny. Hmm. Inherently huh. funny. Hmm. When it's with someone, you know, without a serious relationship. Casual sex. I should have said casual sex is inherently funny. Did any no, of y'all actually... Right the first time. Did any of y'all read Escape from Spiderhead between last episode and this uh, one? Damn it, no. y'all. <laughs> <laughs> is, we'll do a whole episode Yeah, we're going to have to, because it is entirely relevant to this conversation. Are all of those movies and TV shows actually coming out? Those are for real. Yes, I, I did not wow. make any of those up. Okay. Uh, what, okay, so upcoming shows and movies for 2011, failures and successes. I think this, this would be a good sub-segment. Uh, Thor. Success. Mild success. Okay. Moderate success. Uh, Green Hornet. Yeah, I'm kind of... I think, I think Green Hornet has, a, has possibility to, to, to be pretty good. Okay. Uh, Green Lantern. It has my dollars. That one so. I'm worried about. Hmm. Your money's on it, Ryan Reynolds is an, I think Ryan Reynolds has matured as an actor, both comedic and serious, can hold up an action film franchise, and I absolutely love Green Lantern, and I think they're being honorable to him. So, huh. whether or not the movie will succeed, I will enjoy it. Okay. Uh, what else is coming out in 2011? Ooh, uh, Cowboys and Aliens. You know, I didn't want to see it until I saw the trailer, and now I want to see it. <laughs> I've seen the trailer like six times. No joke. Uh, what else? Well, Ooh, uh, Falling Skies. Noah Wilde. I've never heard of it. Uh, yeah, never sci-fi heard of it. show coming out in the It's a Spielberg-produced alien invasion show mm -hmm. uh, starring Noah Wiley. And I really want to see it. I, I really do. It's it's kind of the resistance against the aliens, like after the Earth has been decimated. Sounds like a very so. unique sci-fi show. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Independence yeah. Day, the series. No, not not really. 
Um, I don't basically. care. I still want to see it. Hmm. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw Red State into the mix. Ooh, um, want to see very much. Yeah, I'm with surprising success. I, I I hope so. Hmm. Yeah, I, I want it. The I want it to succeed. The return of awesome Kevin Smith, basically. Yeah. Well, as far as Compact's concerned, that wasn't a Kevin Smith film. That was a ke- film Kevin Smith directed. So awesome Kevin Smith never went away. Okay. Yeah, um, Agreed. Speaking of Red, Red Dawn. Oh, God. <sighs> bomb. I'm going to call I, it Bomb. Yeah. Okay. Worse I have, than the first. I have no hope of that. How about uh, in the more popular movie arena, The Hangover 2? Oh, they're making a oh. sequel? I didn't even know that. Yeah. It's, set in, it's set in Bangkok and has a cameo by Bill Clinton. Yep. They're either going <laughs> to bomb spectacularly or be as good as the first. There's no huh. middle ground in this film. Yeah. I'm, I'm thinking also, bomb spectacularly. Sorry. <laughs> I'm agreeing with that. Okay. And I would also say in the bad sequel arena, Scream 4. <laughs> No, that's just See, I have that's hope just laughable. for Scream 4. Like, <laughs> it, I have hope for Scream 4 because Wes Craven's coming back. Sure. Yay! Yeah, and they may have let it they may have let it, I guess, percolate for lack of a better phrase just long enough mm-hmm. to make it cool again. Mm, Starbucks. <laughs> well, you know, <laughs> the movie's going to be about what happens. You know, the, the rules of, of Scream 4, I'm guessing, will of course be about what happens when a serial killer movie gets unnecessarily rebooted? Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that would be awesome. Okay, so I mean, that's... So, so the one thing, the one thing that I I read a rumor like just a few minutes before we started, and it's gotten me really psyched. And I'm not saying that I predict it will happen during 2011. I can only say that I hope it will. There are now rumors of an ABBA reunion, possibly oh. for the the Prince William wedding, and that has me excited because I love ABBA, and you guys can suck it if you don't. Wouldn't so, that be? Epic? I don't want them to come back well. to Eurovision. <laughs> oh God, that'd be great. Uh, oh, okay. So, any uh, that was that was a fun little segment, y'all. Good job. Any mm-hmm. not other non-movie predictions for 2011? I, I've got my serious list that oh, okay. just go, run go through real it, quick. Matt. Go for it. I've got about four things here. Uh, number one is that in the technology world, we will see 3D screens on mobile devices. Uh, um, it's a it could become a checkbox on a TV. It'll become a checkbox on mobile devices. No, you know what? I, here's hey, my let me start my list. Think, I'll, uh, let me read my list. And then, no, no, no. And then, I want. I just want to talk about the 3D. I okay. think it's. <laughs> I think 2010 tried to bring 3D back, and 2011 it will fail. It's utterly going to sputter out, and we're it's 3D is going to go down again. It may gonna go be, down. There are going to be 3D TVs in dumpsters everywhere. That's we possible. can only hope. I, yeah. I, I don't think 3D will take off as a home medium until they make it where you can just view it with your normal eyesight. Sure. Like, if Which they could ever figure that out, then it would take off. Agreed. As long as you have to wear glasses and stuff, it'll be a gimmick. It's not going to happen. Agreed. 3D contacts. Agreed. Anybody? Yeah. And I, yeah. Well, and I think that I, I agree with Matt's prediction that somebody will try to do a 3D phone and people will be disappointed with it. I think really what, what people want to push it 
to, I guess, the next level is, you know, basically the hologram. Mm. To, you know, like, that, that's what, that's what the 3D picture needs to be. Not, I mean, not that holograms are perfect, but it needs to be something that you can, can be seen with the naked eye. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Um, so, to finish up my list real quick, um, iPad's going to get a camera this summer. Um, and then moving on, no more iPad. Uh, I think a big focus for 2011, it was already a big focus in 2010, but it's going to be an even bigger focus is uh, cloud computing and services for the consumers. It's going to become more widely available, things like that IDIS you just pulled up today. Uh, it's, see, I would argue it's already here. We already have Dropbox. I don't, no, 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 it's, and I'll tell you why it's not already here. Yeah. I was in the Apple store last week, and every single per- I was there for about 45 minutes waiting for an appointment with a genius. Uh-huh. And... I stood by the MacBook Airs, and every single person that walked by me said, um, what is this thing supposed to do? Like, um, you know, there's no optical drive, and they're complaining about all the features it lacks, because they don't realize that for all intents and purposes, it's, you know, supposed to be used as a netbook, you know? Mm. Um, And they don't realize the power of a computer that is minimalist in design, even though the MacBook Air is an awesome machine. But aside from that, um, I think that with the cloud computing services, there's going to be a toss-up between two big companies, Facebook and Google, those are going to be the two companies to watch. You know, there's. I think I would, and again, I would argue they already are. I think 2010 we saw the rise of, of Facebook to essentially like Google status. Like they, they basically got I, as big as I, Google. I agree with and that. And Google completely. got scared. <laughs> um, because yeah. and now Facebook they're doing all of their location-based aware yeah. elements to their site, and it's going to change. It's going to be a game changer for sure, and for the next year, because now after the movie came out, everyone knows who Mark Zuckerberg is. You can go talk to an elementary kid, and they're going to they know the name Mark Zuckerberg, uh-huh. and that is what makes it a game changer because it's now everyone's men of aware the year, of it. Mm-hmm. for better or worse. Yeah. Again. Again. <laughs> well, no. But it feels like it feels like he should have been like when Facebook was new. Like three or four years ago. Yeah, but 2010. Well, 2010 was technically different. he was in 2006 because well, see, everyone was the I'm man, right. Was the person oh. of the year and <laughs> no, it wasn't everyone. It was just you, Jen. you, you, you. Not and everyone. Presumably, you. somewhere, Mark Zuckerberg picked up a copy of that magazine and stared it in the, uh, in the mirror. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, can I piggyback off of Matt's Facebook? No, you absolutely you can. Uh, you can pick I, in a blanket. I bow, off of I bow to you, Jed. <laughs> Thank you. Um, I think that Facebook will go public. As far as you think, um, you think twenty eleven will be the IPO. I do. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I really do, and I would also kind of speaking of like the big two tech companies. I think that Google will at least make a move for Twitter, if not acquire it. So. I'm going to be bold, make some big predictions. I hope not. I really hope I'm going to be not. equally bold and make a completely unrelated prediction. <laughs> I think Gary Shandling is going to make a comeback in 2011. Who? <laughs> Gary Shandling. Exactly. From the Larry Sanders show and Gary Shandling show. That's such Colonel a Sanders? random prediction. Like, Gary Shandling is going to make a comeback. <laughs> You've never heard of the Larry Sanders show? Is it, does it have anything to do with Colonel Sanders? No. Oh my oh, god. Man, no. Steven, now I want donuts and up. fried chicken. You're... Dang it. Oh. Okay, seriously, you're just, your homework, just... everybody, is to go look up the Larry Sanders show. Don't do it right now, but do it later. Kiki, don't do it now. Too late. <laughs> <laughs> I, I already did. No. Uh, okay, whatever, Kevin. Um, 
That's an interesting one, Jed. I, I don't... Because I, I think if Facebook went public, that would sort of signal the that they were confident in a, an economic turnaround. Yeah. But if they went public in a um, European market... And I don't... I really don't see the economy turning around in 2011. I mean, your, your prediction from 2009, uh, Kevin, is still very valid. The economy... It's yes, it still is. bad. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, Stephen, you and I were talking about this earlier. The economy is "quote unquote" bad, and economists say that the economy is bad, and we are in debt to you know foreign countries as a nation. But on an individual basis, people who have not lost jobs or who have people may have lost savings in the stock market or something. Uh-huh. But aside from that. That is the only reason the economy is bad. And there's a lot more to the economy than that. And the tech industry seems to say, hey, we're separate from politics and the economy in many different ways. And we see companies that are extremely innovative and growing and exploding. And like Jed said, Facebook may go public. All this is happening. And there's so much growth. There's growth in media and entertainment and sports. Like there's growth everywhere else. So this is is why I'm skeptical. I don't think there is, though. I, I, well, yeah. First off, this is why I think, though, I'm, I'm skeptical of the IPO actually happening because Facebook is insulated in a sense it, mm-hmm. by by being a private company. Still, they're insulated from those those fluctuations. They're they're still capable of growing at an incredible pace without the inf- influence of a particular country. Uh, and it really, I think, it's almost Mark Zuckerberg saying subtly, "This is a post-nationalistic mm-hmm. enterprise." It doesn't the the stock market almost doesn't matter as much as it used to yeah. because look at us we're extremely successful we're one of the most successful companies ever and we're a private company. Mm-hmm. I think that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, and why should we why should we give ourselves over to the influence of stockholders when we're doing fine on our own? And I think that's why you can see the tech industry boom aside from national trends in the economy. Yeah. Um, yeah, but Kevin, I, I you had a comment. Oh, oh, Kiki, you can you can go first, Kiki. Kiki. Oh, I was I was just gonna say that I kind of hope that's true because I really hate the the simple idea of the stock market. Like I really hate the stock market. Hmm. Have you invested in the it, stock market? It's like with a passion. Well, I I. Th- think that it's D&D for people who are too boring to play D&D. You know? <laughs> except, except except here's the difference. If I botch my role in the D&D campaign, the rest of you don't end up in bread lines. You mm. know? Oh, it, I, I agree that it's pretty much a game. It's playing a game with other people's money. Yeah. It's, and, it's like and, classier gambling. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And I, I never put any money into the stock market or any of that, and yet, you know, I've been unable to find a job for how long now? Because a bunch of people decided to, you know, play games with mm. my life, pretty much, you know? Like, a, a game that I didn't even have a say in. And that pisses me off. It just does. Uh, I, you know, I really as as interesting as this topic is, I really don't want to get into it right now. I mean, it's this is something that's that goes almost bigger and deeper than anything we could discuss in three hours. So let alone uh, let's the three leave minutes it, we have left. Yeah, let alone the three minutes we have left in the show. So uh, 
let's wrap things up with just um, silly predictions, <laughs> as we <laughs> always do. <laughs> uh, anybody out there on this, the Skype world have anything? I already did mine with Larry Sand with uh, Gary Shandling. Yeah, the, the Gary Shandling thing. Kiki? Uh, I predict my zombie dreams will get more frequent, ultimately leading to uh, me bringing us out of the zombie apocalypse and rebuilding society. Mm. Okay. Matt? Um, I'm still going with that Ford's going to do research and that's, that's, do that not, that's, that's not silly. That's just stupid. No, that is silly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to stand by my flying car. All right, whatever. It's going to be driven by a monkey. <laughs> okay, then. Now that's silly. Yeah. They're <laughs> silly. Oh, oh, my God. So speaking of monkeys, here's my silly prediction. I, I predict that the uh, <laughs> that Joko Cruise Crazy is going to discover the uh, the lost continent of Atlantis. That would be amazing. Um, who will, will subsequently have been, uh, have been listening to Jonathan Colton's songs religiously uh, for the past five years and will, uh, upon finding out that he has landed on their continent, make him king of Atlantis, and then uh, Jonathan Colton will essentially, in addition to being the most popular person among geeks, will also become the most powerful man in the world and uh, be able to, to make the, uh, the internet that Cory Doctorow and uh, Larry Lessig and all of us have, have, been, have been dreaming for, <laughs> but by sheer power of his, of his beard. He would make a very good king. He would. King Colton. I would, I, would, I, would totally, I would totally fight for Joko control of the world. <laughs> Why are you I, not I signing for him on the cruise? You know, it was a really expensive cruise. How much was it? Yeah. Uh, a lot. Yeah. A few thousand well, dollars. It wasn't expensive also. for a cruise. It, no, was, it, was, just... it was expensive for a college student. It's expensive yeah. for a yeah. bad <laughs> economy. It's expensive for a part-time Apple employee. <laughs> that way. Yeah. <laughs> and former college student. <laughs> uh, oh, that's that's pretty much all I've got. Any, um, you know, we we've looked we've looked back a little bit this episode, and we've looked forward a lot to. Uh, we we didn't really do any any uh, best memories from from 2010 yet, so. Anybody want to want to end with those? Any, anything that that just really stood out that was a fantastic part of the last year? Hmm. <laughs> well, okay, it sounds really really silly and and suck upy, but you know, I kind of really enjoyed getting to know you guys. Like, aww, aww. You know, that's a good <laughs> that point, was, Kiki. Cool. I, I think we started 2010 having having not met, and uh, and over this year, you have become part of the show. Well, so. we, we met sort of last Christmas when you were doing the videos, and I was hanging out yeah. in the chat room and helping with translation. But yeah, it wasn't until Valentine's Day, so that we really talked. So yeah, yeah, I really didn't well, expect cool. this to become a, a regular thing, and that's kind of awesome. You're, you're making me tear up a little bit here, Keith. Need tissue. Yay! Cry, bitch! <laughs> <laughs> I think you cured him. And uh, what's this little... Uh, oh, I accidentally hung up on her. That's... That relationship is over. You know, just when you, you just when you'd earned our trust, you just, you just go and dump it right into the Marianas Trench. Well, I'll tell you, um, a highlight for me was actually kind of interesting. Um, it, it's something that I didn't expect or see coming, but I was invited by a former boss of mine to come to class with him, and he's a master's student at Texas Tech. Oh, nice. And the class was taught by the senior vice president of Texas Tech University, Dr. Sean Rock. 
And so I was invited to come to this class and got to sit in on it through the semester. And in and of itself, that's not exciting. But the class was a futuristic class. It was a class in higher studies that was teaching the students to be futuristic, to study trends, study projections, and do analysis on their own and gather their own data. And that was very interesting for me as an engineering student to kind of see that other half of the world where it's almost business, but it's almost research. It's almost it's almost nothing. And it was, uh, for me, that was kind of a highlight was to, I just, that kind of pushed me forward in wanting to build some of my own iPhone apps. And now, so I, that's kind of what's my leapfrog into 2011. Huh. Very cool. Hmm. Jen, are you are you shuffling a bunch of stuff around in your room? Because <laughs> that's really what it sounds like. Oh no, I'm literally just sitting here. Okay, I have a jacket on, <laughs> which is maybe why. That's it's, probably it's it. Oh, so why are you wearing a loud jacket? <laughs> the jacket has speakers. The jacket gets so loud we can hear it over Skype. <laughs> That's impressive. That is impressive. That's that's dare I say the most impressive thing that's happened this year. <laughs> So far. <laughs> all right. Well, folks, you know, I wish we had all the time in the world. And uh, quite honestly, we, we have we have quite a bit. We have a whole year ahead of us for uh, for much more bad philosophy. I think I think this will be the year that we finally hit episode 100. So <laughs> for anyone who's been listening, <laughs> we're since, closer than ever. Don't we're closer make, than ever. Don't make promises you can't keep. Steve. I'm not promising. I'm just observing. Why don't we just start count, counting funky and skipping numbers? I mean, that works. Should it's we just do count. episode 100 next time? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. Join us no. next time for episode 100. No, I, we're we're gonna make it there legitimately, and uh, and I, I would well, say, considering the 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 health and the uh, the vitality of this panel of folks that we have uh, at the beginning of this year, we're certainly gonna make it in 2011. Right before the world ends, you oh, know, we, we got to do it before health. 2012. What, Kiki? If you're betting on my health, you're you're totally betting on the wrong horse there. Well, um, <laughs> let's let's uh, we'll burn that bridge when we come to it. <clears throat> okay. so, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> much better. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for joining us here, uh, for, for being part of our, our New Year's celebration, and uh, mm-hmm. for listening to our show, hopefully throughout 2010. Uh, if you haven't listened to all the episodes, please, go back, do it. Uh, there's some good stuff in here. We, it was a good year for the show. Uh, and uh, finally, I, I, I realized listening to last year's episode that we had uh, the same intro sequence for a year. I really do apologize. It's really not that hard for me to assemble a new one i hope you i hope you like the new intro <laughs> sequence and uh i promise i will do a new one uh, about halfway through this year so there'll be a little bit more variety <laughs> new year's resolution <laughs> my bad <laughs> very much so uh well thank you all for listening uh, you can find all of us at our, our various twitter accounts uh, twitter.com slash legmar for for mm-hmm. mr matt legler twitter.com slash kevson for mr kevin saunders uh voice of kiki for kiki cannon uh, twitter.com slash linux with two n's l-i-n-n-i-x for jed cummins and uh, of course twitter.com slash s-torrence s-t-o-r-r-e-n-c-e uh, leave us some questions on formspring.me slash badphilosophy including perhaps uh, your own new year's predictions uh, it's okay for you to leave statements occasionally we just don't like them quite as much as things with a question mark on the end <laughs> anyways have a wonderful year everybody Happy 2011, and we'll see you next time on Bad Philosophy. Like a
things that come easily to you. Like eat at least one value meal a week. Or put the correct shoes on the correct feet. Just raise the bar to walk effortlessly under. Yeah, I think the drugs are. It was it was really hard for me to pick which one of your uh, which one of your drugged out clips to use. <laughs> I'm glad that, was, that that's how I'll be immortalized. That clip's gonna be pulled out in an interview in about eight years for you, Jed. Was that from the leg? Yeah. Yes, it was. Yeah, was and that was in that was last year that that happened. Yeah, yeah, that's wow. it, almost a year ago now. That seems so. that seems so far longer ago than a year. <laughs> no more rollerblading for you. No more ice skating. Was it ice skating? Well, uh, no, it, was, it wasn't ice skating. Ice it was skating. Uh, roller or skating. It was roller yeah. skating. Roller skating. Yes. Four wheels in the I shape mean, of a wrestler. I mean, if I had been on blades, I would have been fine. Yeah. So. <laughs> cool. Badphilosophy.com I don't know how to take that.